0: the daily show podcast your podcast source for movie and tv related news it's february 9th 2018 i'm michael and with me is shannon
1: hi what's opening in theaters this
0: weekend 50 shades freed the final movie in the 50 shades saga believing they have left behind shadowy figures from their past newlyweds Christian and Anna fully embrace an inextricable connection and shared life of luxury. But just as she steps into her role as Mrs. Gray and he relaxes into an unfamiliar stability, new threats could jeopardize their happy ending before it even begins.
1: Oh dear. 12% on the Rotten Tomatoes website. Yep. 50 reviews, 6 fresh, 44
0: rotten. I think that's about all we have to say about this one.
1: Yes. Also out this week, The 1517 to Paris. Three Americans discover a terrorist plot aboard a train while in France, directed by Clint Eastwood, starring Jenna Fisher, Judy Greer, Thomas Lennon, and Lillian Solange Bowden.
0: Wait, is this a comedy?
1: I don't think so. I don't think Clint Eastwood makes comedies.
0: Yeah, uh, I wouldn't think so either, but I mean, it's got Tom Lennon and Judy Greer.
1: It's not looking good. Review-wise, 19% on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: 48 reviews, 10 fresh, 38 rotten. And finally, out in wide release this week, Peter Rabbit. Peter Rabbit's feud with Mr. McGregor, Domlo Gleason, escalates to greater heights than ever before as they rival for the affections of the warm-hearted animal lover who lives next door, Rose Byrne. James Corden voices the character of Peter with Margot Robbie Elizabeth Bicky and Daisy Ridley performing the voice roles of the triplets Flopsy Mopsy and Cottontail directed by Will Gluck
1: who would have thought this one would be the one with the best reviews I remember when I first saw the trailer for it a couple months ago I thought it looked terrible but it's a uh, it's got 64% it's not great but it's not that bad no especially compared to the competition
0: I don't know it could be funny the trailer
1: looked terrible <laughs>
0: I feel like the first trailer looked terrible. Oh. I feel like the second ta- trailer maybe maybe made it look like it could be funny. Him and it's got Hucks in the, it. So Him
1: screaming at the pig looks stupid. Everything that the rabbit said was stupid. I don't know.
0: Well, you really don't have a choice. We're probably going to go see this. No. And finally, in limited release this week, Golden Exits, Monster Family, and Entanglement.
1: Golden Exits has 71% respectable. Entanglement 73. Monster Family not so good. 33%. Oh,
0: no, that's not too good.
1: So I guess we're gonna have to go see the other kids movie. Peter but Rabbit. um Yeah, I watched the trailer for Entanglement. It looked kind of I don't know. Like Scott. He's kind of trying to be a um, Wes Anderson movie but not really pulling it off. Hmm. Do you know what I mean?
0: Right. It stars Thomas Middleditch from mm-hmm. Silicon Valley. Right. I can't remember if I've seen him in anything, any films. I
1: don't
0: know. Ding ding, here comes the news train.
1: Oh jeez.
0: According to StarWars.com, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, creators of HBO's Game of Thrones series, will write and produce a new series of Star Wars films. Not much else is known at this point except that these films will be separate from the episodic Skywalker films and the recently announced Ryan Johnson trilogy. The duo say that they will begin working on the films after the final season of Game of Thrones is completed.
1: Uh, well, I think that's pretty cool, because I like Game of Thrones. I mean, I don't want my Star Wars to be like Game of Thrones, but I uh, would like to see what they yeah. I don't, to it. Yeah,
0: I don't think we need a violent no. Star Wars series. With <laughs> but, lots of nudity. Yeah, no. I don't think we do. But I didn't really expect this news not so soon after they announced uh, Ryan Johnson's trilogy. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm still at a point where a new Star Wars is is exciting.
1: So Jessica Chastain has been cut from Xavier Dolan's new movie, The Death and Life of... Of John F Donovan the filmmaker revealed his decision on his Instagram account he said the decision was editorial and narrative in that it has nothing to do with a performance and everything to do with a character and the compatibility of its storyline so it sounds like it wasn't her it was just better for the story too I think I saw somewhere that it was like
0: four hours or something
1: whoa really yeah I think people are pretty disappointed because Everybody loves Jessica Chastain.
0: Yep, poor Jessica Chastain. Muppet Babies, Jim Henson's 1980s animated TV series that imagined Kermit the Frog, Fozzie Bear, Miss Piggy, and his other lovable Muppets as toddlers is being rebooted on Disney Junior. It is now being reported that Jenny Slate has been hired to provide the voice of Miss Nanny, the Muppet caretaker who, as in the original series, will only be seen from the torso down. Unlike the original series, however, where she always wore the same striped tights. This new version will feature different tights to reflect the theme of each episode. So that's good news. Uh, She's pretty funny. Although, I don't really know that Nanny was funny. I don't know that they necessarily need a comedic.
1: Oh, I'm sure this indicates, this choice indicates that she will have funny things to say. I I guess so i would think
0: she was originally played by
1: you don't just pick jenny slate and then just have her saying right you know nothing no that should be good stx entertainment and china's alibaba pictures will partner to co-develop and co-produce the sci-fi action movie steel soldiers with robert zemeckis producing steel soldiers is aimed at immersing audiences into a futuristic world where humans and androids fight shoulder to shoulder. The film follows a disgraced special forces officer being forced to train a new team of high tech but imperfect android soldiers, turn them into elite military officers and lead them in a deadly mission to rescue the robot's creator. I'm not real bullish on the premise, but I don't know, Robert Zemeck is producing. Maybe it'll be alright.
0: Could be interesting. Deadline reports that Amazon is developing a Western drama series. with Arnold Schwarzenegger attached to star and executive produce. Outrider is a mystery set in the Oklahoma Indian Territory in the late 1800s. It tells the dark and dangerous tale of a deputy who's not only tasked by a notoriously brutal judge with apprehending a legendary outlaw in this wilderness, but also must partner with a ruthless federal marshal to make sure justice is properly served. So this would be Arnold Schwarzenegger's first... Scripted series. He was on Celebrity Apprentice for one season last year, taking over for. How was he
1: gonna play like a character in a western with that Austrian accent? Like that, I can't imagine how that makes any sense.
0: I don't know. Maybe he's gonna do an American accent.
1: (laughs) According to the Hollywood Reporter, the stars of AMC turned Netflix drama The Killing have been tapped to top-line Amazon Studios' adaptation of Hannah, with newcomer Esme Creed Miles set for the title role. Hannah is a high-concept thriller and coming-of-age drama that follows the journey of an extraordinary young girl as she evades the relentless pursuit of an off-book CIA agent and tries to unearth the truth behind who she is. I thought it was interesting that Joel Kinnaman and Marielle Enos are both gonna be in this because they starred in The Killing together. They're both gonna be major characters in this but as far as I can tell it doesn't have anything to do with the killing it's just a coincidence.
0: Yeah that is interesting coincidence. and this is a TV series?
1: Yes, for
0: Amazon. Yeah, that is really interesting that they're both in it. Sounds like an interesting concept, too. Apple hasn't yet launched a scripted series, but it has parted ways with its first showrunner. Brian Fuller, who is poised to helm Apple's Amazing Stories anthology, has exited the project, citing creative differences. The split is said to be amicable. This is just another in a series of shows that Brian Fuller has recently left. He stepped down as showrunner on American Gods after its first season, and he stepped down as Star Trek Discovery's showrunner, uh, I think, before wow. it went too far into production. Um, and now he's working on helping turn Anne Rice's Vampire Chronicles novels into a TV series. But he also uh, created Dead Like Me, and he left that show within a few episodes, I think. Hmm.
1: So he's good at quitting things.
0: Seems that way. I,
1: I, I read that he wanted to do something darker than what Apple wanted, apparently. He wanted to do something along the lines of Black Mirror, and they wanted something a little bit more family-friendly. Um, at, at the time that he was got involved, Steven Spielberg wasn't involved, but now Steven Spielberg is involved. So I don't know. I guess it's it's kind of morphing from what it was originally conceived as. So I guess... It's better off with, uh, I guess Hart Hansen is gonna take over a bigger role. He uh, was the showrunner of Bones.
0: Oh, okay. That show's not on anymore, right? Oh,
1: I think it finished. It seemed to go on for a long time. Anyways, Glenn Keane, the legendary animator whose handiwork has become synonymous with the Disney animation renaissance of the 90s, is returning to feature film animation. He will work with Netflix. And the rising Chinese animation studio, Pearl Studio, for the animated film Over the Moon. So I guess this is one of the last guys still doing hand-drawn animation. And he's making a new movie for Netflix.
0: Okay. And so that's it has, cool. And it has nothing to do with Disney.
1: No. Nope. Okay. I think it's like the first time he hasn't worked with Disney in decades.
0: So I'm sure it'll take some time.
1: Yeah, it said 2020, they were hoping. Oh,
0: that's not as long as I would think. All right, so might be something to watch when it comes out. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is in talks to star in Todd Phillips' untitled Joker origin movie, which takes place in the 80s and details how the Joker became the criminal mastermind we all know and love. It said that Jared Leto would still be the Joker in present-day DC films like Suicide Squad 2. At one point, Leonardo DiCaprio was said to be in talks to play this version of the Joker.
1: This is just a Joker movie. It's centered on him. Huh? Yeah. Kumail Nanjiani and Emily Gordon, who earned an Oscar nom for writing last year's indie hit, The Big Sick, have been hired by Apple to write Little America, an anthology series that tells the true stories of American immigrants. Yeah, so Apple has another new show in the works. I'm just wondering how they're going to release all these, because, I mean, some of them sound really good. I want to watch them, and they uh, they haven't, I don't Aren't think, are just going to
0: be on iTunes or something?
1: Are they for, like, sale individually, I think? Or do you think they're going to have, like, a streaming service? I would guess they'd
0: have a streaming service, but I don't know.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: I guess we'll find out soon.
1: Mm-hmm. Now let's take a sponsor break.
0: Do you like pretzels and potato chips?
1: Yes, they are pleasant.
0: Buy hers pretzels and potato chips, then. Hers. Not just hers, but his as well.
1: Uh, just a few new things to streaming services this week. There was a Netflix original, Fred Armisen's Stand Up for Drummers. And also they got the Emoji Movie.
0: On Amazon, The Congress, 310 the Yuma, Mother's Day.
1: HBO got Ouija.
0: Cinemax got The Birth of a Nation, the 2016 version. And that's it. (laughs) So our poll, best time loop movie, besides Groundhog Day. The winner...
1: Happy Death Day? 49%. Shocking. 38% (laughs) chose Edge of Tomorrow. 13% chose Source Code and...
0: Nobody picked Looper? Yeah, I mean, I don't know why. I it, it doesn't really have quite the same repeating element that the other ones have. Yeah,
1: you're right. It doesn't.
0: So maybe that's why. Or maybe it's still backlash from all those people who don't like The Last Jedi.
1: <laughs> maybe.
0: And I also put up another poll uh, one, this week after the announcement of the new... Star Wars movie series from David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, and I asked uh, what were people's thoughts on that. 52% said, I'm pleased. 18% said, I'm ambivalent. 14% said, I'm displeased. And 16% said, what is a Star War? So...
1: Yeah, right. Like, 16% of these people actually don't know what it is.
0: But, so, I mean, that's overwhelmingly positive, right? I
1: guess they're just trying to say they don't care, right?
0: Or just making a joke. Um,
1: are these the final results? Yep. Oh, okay.
0: I thought so, that was still open. Nope. For this week's poll, we're asking Disney's Muppet Babies reboot is premiering next month. Are you disappointed that Skeeter will not be pairing in the series? The possible choices are yes, no, or Waka Waka and I saw that they're replacing Skeeter with, uh, I believe, a penguin. And it's kind of sad. This was Muppet Babies, was really the only thing that Skeeter ever appeared in. Um, Scooter is a main character in lots of Muppet things. Right. But they gave him a twin sister for the series, probably because there weren't enough female characters, and Miss Piggy otherwise would have been the only one. Um, But now she doesn't even get to appear in this reboot. So that's kind of sad, I think. So I would say, yes, I'm disappointed. Are
1: they putting in any other female characters?
0: I think they're putting in that penguin. That's it. As far as I know. I think it's pretty much everybody that was in the original, except no Skeeter, and they're replacing her with a penguin. But who knows? I mean, maybe Skeeter will show up too. But Skeeter never actually had, like... A puppet created she only exists in muppet babies so um, she's an interesting character
1: i really don't remember that show sorry it
0: was a great show we had lots of star wars references really Mhm.
1: and that's our show if you have any feedback you can email us at feedback at daily show.com. Our Facebook page is Daily Show. Our Twitter account is Daily Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show. Talk to you next week.
2: Bye.